Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. I am your excellent host. I stole that from Bill and Ted. Uh, I am your excellent host, <laughs> Marcus Single, and with me, as always, is the hotness. Not Bill or Ted. Not Bill or Ted, right? Hopefully. <laughs> and my God, did I just date myself for millennials and stuff like, who are Bill and Ted? Okay, so uh, <laughs> so how are you? I'm doing really well. Good. Weather's nice and Weather's nice. life is good. Yeah. And we have been home for a little bit lately. Uh, we have not had to be out on the road at this time, which has given us a little extra time. Uh, to spend with our family. It's been good to do that. And, I, you know, I, I, one of the kind of nerdy things about me is that I read a lot of philosophy, right? I read a decent amount of poetry and um, novels and, and, and such like that. But I also, I'm not so highbrow or academically <laughs> minded or anything like that, that I can't learn from everybody and everything. A couple of days ago, a couple of days ago, I was taught a lesson, or at least it was uh, it was framed as a lesson that came from Mason. Now, uh, if you don't know, Mason is our grandson. He is eleven. He's eleven. Eleven, my God! Uh, and he so is fast. he's just such a sweet kid, just such a sweet kid, and he's good at school, and he and he and he's nice and kind to everybody. And so we got to pick him up from school a couple of days ago. And first of all, I don't know if you caught this when we picked him up from school. One of his little fifth grade buddies uh, says, bye, Mason. I'll haunt your dreams. <laughs> it was so cute. It's like, this is how fifth graders say goodbye to each other. <laughs> fifth grade boy. <laughs> so, of course, then we asked him, well, hey, how was your day? And Mason, like we said, he, he likes to do well. He likes to achieve academically. And he said, well, I had uh, a test today, and I don't remember what kind of test, but he said it was really hard because you couldn't use, it wasn't multiple choice. It wasn't multiple choice, and it was just all you had to know the answers. And, and I said, well, how did you do? And he says, well, I'm kind of proud of myself, but I'm also a little mad at myself. And I said, why? And he said, well, because I got an 89. He's like, and that's good, but one more point could have got me an A. Do you know anybody like that? Oh, no. I don't know anyone <laughs> like that. And by the way, uh, if you're out in listener land, I'm pointing at her right now because she is the perfectionist overachiever, too. So, <laughs> But we love that um, about Mason, that he's so academically minded. But when he said... I'm proud of myself, but I'm a little mad at myself too. Boy, couldn't I relate to that, right? Yes. We, I think most everybody has had the experience where you try your darndest. You know, you've got your goal and you are putting in a hundred percent effort and yet you still come up just a little bit short. Of perfect. Of perfect, right? Or right? acceptable even. And we start to beat ourselves up over that feeling like we failed to achieve our goals as opposed to looking at what we did accomplish. Now, I recently learned from a therapist who's actually going to be one of our interviews soon um, that 
human beings, we are wired to seek out the negative. And by that, we're wired to seek out safety. So we look at all the things that are wrong instead of looking at all the things that are right. And for safety, for safety and security, it goes back to our um, original wirings as animals that, um, you know, fight, flight, freeze. That's what we're, that's what we're, we're looking at. We're taught to look for danger. We're taught to look for negative things. And by I saying we're taught, we're not taught. We're wired. We're wired to do that. That boy, is that making my brain kind of sparkle because I'm thinking we tend to label people as optimists or pessimists Mm -hmm. when really maybe you're not a pessimist. Maybe you're just on guard. Maybe you're a realist. Because it goes Definitely back to sometimes. our to our uh, animalistic brain to right? keep us safe to keep us safe and so so I, whenever I heard that there was a lot of freedom in that that I learned from the therapist that we're, 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 we we because I've gone around the country for twenty five plus years talking about negativity don't pull you through and change the things you can and look at what you have instead of what you don't have and yet that's actually going against our nature. But as human beings with brains that are capable of thinking in different patterns into a higher, uh, a higher range than just survival, I, I had to give myself a little bit of grace there and say that whenever I choose to look at the positive, I'm actually going against what is natural. And that is actually helping me be a better human. That's right. right. Even when it's hard. Even when it's hard. Even when it's hard. Uh, yeah. That's, I, and I loved when Mason said both things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just one thing. He said, I'm proud of myself. And I'm a little mad at myself right. too, right? But he was he was at least beginning to understand, well, yeah, I'm proud. I know a lot of people failed. He said, so I'm proud, but I can't enjoy being proud because I just keep thinking that that one point would have been an A. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking, man, how many times have I done that in my life? You do that sometimes. Uh, I... I would bet most everybody has moments of feeling like, oh, it just wasn't quite right. So therefore I'm not successful. And, and we have, we have played this game for years. We talked about this in writing and it was, it was a concept that was first introduced to me by, um, by actually my, my freshman year of high school algebra teacher, Mr. Deering, who said mathematically, uh, here's the door. Here's the door to the classroom over here. And if I walk half the distance to that door, and then I walk half that distance again, and I walk half that distance again, and I walk half that distance again, I'm always getting closer to the door, but I will never actually reach the door mathematically. And so I always want to be sure that I very much have had to accept Look, done is better than perfect. Done yes. is better than perfect. And there's been some freedom for me and my wiring, my uh, how I perceive things, how I go about living my life in that idea that done is better than perfect. You're not always going to find perfect editing or uh, 
you know, we didn't hit the cough button or anything like that when we're, when <laughs> we're recording sure. podcasts. Um, done is better than perfect. And I think all of us uh, achieve uh, when we, we, we want things to be perfect. Duh. Nobody goes into a job thinking, hey, I'd like to do a sloppy job on this. Or but you shouldn't anyway. I, I, well, right. I don't <laughs> want to hire that kind of person. No. But I think it, it does help us to have some grace with ourselves, maybe with other people around us, uh, when we realize that our goals, even if we just come a point shy, doesn't mean that we're not successful. It doesn't mean that we haven't achieved. It doesn't mean that we haven't accomplished. That's right. And keeping by choice, because sometimes it's very unnatural. Some people, I think it's more ingrained than others, but sometimes it's very unnatural to wake up and feel like it's a new day. I get to start over, but making the mental choice where your brain overrides your feelings because mm. feelings, we always talk about this in, in our home, feelings will trick you and lie to you. So instead of going by your feeling, make the choice that says, choice. you know what? I did better than yesterday, or I had a setback yesterday, but I have a chance today. Every day is fresh and new. And having compassion with yourself and with other people who are on their journey that, man, you're looking going, I, they need up. They've got a long way to go. Don't worry about their trip. Are Let's you any, I was thinking about this. Are you any less proud of Mason because he missed his A by one point? No. Me neither. Me neither. And I think that uh, whenever we think about the people that will judge us, they're not judging you. Usually people are rooting for you. Usually people want you to achieve. They want you to accomplish. I think most of us, uh, when we see somebody else trying, we want them to be successful. We want them to be accomplished. And even if it's not perfect, don't forget how good it is. Except for the people who are haunting your dreams. The haunting your dreams, people. All right. Well, we are not going to haunt your dreams. We're here to be the podcast that teaches compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. I'm your host, Marcus Engel, the hostess with the mostest. The hotness is with me. And any last words before we go? Just know we're your cheerleaders. And yeah. I hope you get to be somebody else's cheerleader. So. Yeah. Go get them. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. All right. Thank you all so much for being with us for this episode. Please remember to share the podcast and subscribe and download and like and do all those social media things. Um, we appreciate your help getting the word out about compassion and courage.